Hi, this is Dr. Mark Sell from the podcast Therapy for the Heart, and this is episode 82, Are You Woke? Now that word has been around for a while, not too long, but I just became more familiar with it and more familiar with the meaning. It has its origins in African-American culture, and it has its focus on social and racial justice. Sometimes I think people are called out as being not woke, as, as being not aware. And it's the calling out that I wanted to talk about right now because I was listening to Obama talk about the word woke. And when he was talking about it, he was talking about how people call out people for not being woke. And I think made, he made a very good point because it's making oneself superior over others to call them out and say they're not woke. It's a bad policy because we don't want to build our self-esteem on the backs of others. We want to say what we feel and why it's important. And there's a lot of things about importance about this, this uh, discrimination and uh, racism in our country. It's very predominant. It's like Jim Crow never died and uh, he's still alive and well. So that's very unfortunate here. But to be woke is in the, in the original meaning of it is to be concerned about social injustice and racial discrimination coming out of the African-American experiences. So as far as calling people out, therapy for the heart ends with the episodes asking people to look inward. As an example, I um, mentioned this before, they did a study and they were trying to examine the prejudices of therapists in terms of who they would see and who would they, who would they make appointments with. And there was an actor who was pretending to be black and he was asking for an appointment with therapists. I think the sample is about 320 or maybe 80, I'm not sure. It's, it's a large sample anyway. And not one of the therapists would accept this person's request for an appointment, not one. So there's prejudice. Whatever the basis is, it doesn't matter. It exists even among therapists. So we all have to look inward and in what our own prejudices are and examine them and at least admit them because you can't do anything about anything. You can't have an emphasis on, on wanting to help other people who are of different color or a different socioeconomic status. This is one of the reasons why I have my psychotherapy training group in existence. It's been in existence for about, for about uh, seven, eight years. And in that group, the task is to go around the room and say everything that's on your mind as humanly possible. Just say it. Because if the therapist can't say what's on their mind, they won't be able to help their patients say whatever's on their mind. It's just impossible because then you have a, you have a block. And usually it's about shame. And shame is a killer. And that's why people don't want to freely think or say what's in their heart because of shame. A good example, one, one group I was running, one of the therapists didn't come back for a couple of weeks. And I contacted her and asked her to come in and tell me why she didn't want to come back to the group. So she said that she was having sexual feelings to her male, male patient. And she was very ashamed. So I asked her if she could. I know it was difficult to do that, but I said, could you come back and talk about it with the group? So she did. And after she said what she felt, 
And why? What was she? Was she ashamed of it? She was ashamed of her feelings. Other people chimed in and said, "Well, gee, I have that same experience too. If I had that thought, I would be ashamed of it." So it's not. It's only human to be. You know, therapists are human too. And of course, if you have a sexual feeling toward a patient, it's going to feel wrong. But it's not. It's not because two people in a room, a male and a female, how can it not come to be at, at points at some point that there's sexual feelings in that room? It's just going to happen. But we don't think that should happen. Therapists don't think about it like that because it's not talked about in groups, in classes, and it's talked about in the literature. But that's why my dissertation was built, uh, was based on the erotic countertransference of social workers towards their clients, the incidence of it, and whether they accepted it or not, or denied it or not, or whether they were trained in it or not. And most of them were not trained in sexual. Uh, feelings and how to deal with their sexual countertransference. Another thing would be very difficult for people to say in a group is, I'm jealous of you toward another person. Jealousy would be very hard to admit to. Why is that? You know why? It's because if you say that you're jealous of somebody, you get the idea that you're crazy. There's something wrong with you. And that's how we feel about these attitudes like jealousy. There's something wrong with somebody. That's why people don't really talk too much. They might casually say, oh, I'm jealous of so-and-so, but they don't really, they're not too comfortable in really knowing what the meaning is that jealousy, when jealousy, you want to take something away from somebody. Instead of building up your own self-confidence or whatever they have to try to go get it for self, you want to take it away from them. And so it's an angry thing. So therapy for the heart, we always end up with looking inward, because if we don't look inward, we're not going to know what's inside and we can't combat these feelings of prejudice or, or aggression against others or feelings of competition. And even with friends, we, we won't be aware of it. We'll act it out like that therapist did. She acted out by not coming back to the group. And good for her. She had the courage to come back and talk about it. And by talking about it, she found that other people also had those feelings. And this is what happens with shame. You know, it's like you're the only world person in the world who feels this terrible feeling towards another human being. And then when somebody else chimes in and says, well, yes, I've, I felt, I feel that too. You feel not alone. You don't feel alone in your feelings. And it's very terrible to feel alone in how you feel. And that, that binds you up. You can't talk about it. You can't say things out loud, even to friends. So, this is Dr. Mark Sell from the Podcast Therapy for the Heart, and I hope you find this interesting, and um, you can download, download the episodes, and if you have any questions, you can write marksell at gmail.com. So, thank you, and we'll see you next week.